Yeah, it's Friday. Welcome. It's indisputable. I'm your host, Rashad Ritchie. We have a lot of show today. In the bullpen, we got Shelly Winter from 95.5 FM WSB. He's a conservative radio personality, happens to be a good friend of mine, and he simply says silly stuff. He will be on the show today. We will chop it up about Black Lives Matter, the movement. And also, let's analyze Colin Kaepernick. Let's do that. Let's have that conversation. And breaking down news of the day, comedian Trey Crowder, who is a remarkable talent, very funny guy. Top story, I told you this would happen. I said it, said it many times. Now, school teachers are being told to teach the Holocaust, but also teach opposing views of the Holocaust. That's what the movement of anti-critical race theory was about. Critical race theory, as I've noted, never taught in K through 12 education. It was a false pretext to create the context in order to stop the historical teaching of racism, not only in America, but beyond. And that's exactly what's happening. Let me take you to the video. We are in the middle of a political mess. And you are in the middle of a political mess. And so we just have to do the best that we can. And so we're going to go and we're going to do, you're going to do what you do best, and that's to teach kids. I think we're all just really terrified. I, I, yeah. I think you are terrified, and, and I wish I could take that away. I, I do. I can't. I can't do that. You are professionals. We hired you as professionals. We trust you with our children. So if you think the book is okay, then let's go with it. And whatever happens, we will fight it together. We will. There's a lot of districts that are in the exact same spot we're in. And no one knows how to navigate these waters. I mean, no one. As you go through, just try to remember the concepts of 3979 and make sure that if, if, if you have a book on the Holocaust, that you have one that has opposing, that has other books. How do you oppose the Holocaust? What? what? <laughs> Believe me, that's come up. You heard it right. If you have a book talking about the Holocaust, you must have another book opposing with the opposing views. Well, where are you going to get those books from? The KKK. You'll get those books from white supremacists is where those books exist. So let me give you background. Obviously, this is in Texas, South Lake, Texas. This is a Carol staff member. Uh, secretly recorded Gina Petty, that's the woman you heard in the audio. Um, this was shared with NBC News. A top administrator with the Carroll Independent School District in South Lake, Texas, advised teachers last week that if they have a book about the Holocaust in their classroom, they should also offer students access to a book from an opposing perspective. That's according to the audio, you heard it for yourself. So let me be very clear, okay? That's a damn shame what's happening in that school system. But it's not just happening there. Remember, Texas passed a law recently that said, hey, you don't have to teach the KKK. It was actually a statute, you had to teach these egregious things. They said, well, you don't have to teach it now. And if you do teach it, you cannot provide deference in the teaching, meaning you cannot provide any moral context. You cannot say the KKK were morally wrong. You cannot teach that they were 
evil or white supremacist. You can't teach that, you cannot provide deference in the teaching. When you go to school, you're not there just to learn an academic routine. You are there to develop socially. You're there to develop your ethics, your moral core, your values, how you would translate those values to the broader world around you. I'm a former high school teacher, current college professor. Even as a professor, you're not just teaching curriculum, you're teaching life, you're teaching adaptation. You're teaching people how to critically think and how to how to utilize a moral core in their application of all of the education they're getting. It gets deeper. Gina Petty, the Carroll School District's Executive Director of Curriculum and Instruction, made the comment Friday afternoon during a training session on which books teachers can have in the classroom libraries. The training came four days after the Carroll School Board responding to a parent's complaint voted to reprimand a fourth grade teacher who kept an anti-racism book in her classroom. Literally, the book was called, this book is anti-racist, okay? They are up in arms about this stuff. Now they want a teaching to teach the other side of the Holocaust. As I said, if you've been following Indisputable, I told you this would happen. They never wanted to get rid of critical race theory. The terminology CRT or critical race theory, not even found in the legislation, only found at the press conference. They say, oh, this is a bill banning critical race theory, but the phraseology is not even in the bill. What are they actually doing? They are rewriting history right in front of us. They are now creating a different narrative contrary to the truth. School teachers are amazing people. They are in a significant situation right now, legally, morally, ethically, and educationally. We gotta have their back. Trey, what are your thoughts here, brother? I mean, I think it really highlights how <clears throat> ridiculous the law is itself. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I think this is a lady who's like, well, we got this law and you know, here's what it says. It says you gotta have opposing viewpoints. So if you're gonna cover the Holocaust and you know, that's just what you gotta do because that's what this law says. But you know, some things don't have opposing viewpoints. Like what are the two possible opposing viewpoints to a book about the Holocaust? It's either that it didn't happen, which it factually did. So that can exist or that it wasn't all that bad, which no sane person could argue. So there really isn't an opposing viewpoint or an opposing perspective to be offered on the Holocaust. And you know, slavery is like that too. There are some, there are some subjects which don't really have opposing perspectives for people whose brains work, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, so a law like this is almost like um, inherently, you know, flawed isn't even a strong enough word, inherently broken. You know, yeah. when you try to like apply what the law says, you're gonna immediately run into things like this. And it's either that's by design on their part or just, you know, they're trying to scratch some political itch without thinking about the actual, um, you know, implementation of something like this. But it's all a joke. Yeah, well, they didn't have school teachers part of the policy creation process, number one. Right. Number two, you qualified it perfectly. If your brain works, there is no opposing view here. Because right. you do have opposing views, technically. You have people that are Holocaust deniers. They say right. it was a hoax. Those are your Alex Jones of the world. Those are the people that say it never happened, right?
Okay, let me take you to this story in New York, man. This is a hell of a story. What if I told you that New York police officers were transporting prostitutes and getting thousands of dollars to provide transportation for prostitutes? And then what if you found out they're not even prostitutes? They're actually undercover prostitutes trying to catch people like them. That's exactly what happened. According to recently made public records, two now former NYPD officers were busted when the sex workers they were driving. Come to find out they're undercover officers, all right? Let's put up a picture of Michael Sardone. That's Michael Sardone. Who was allowed to retire before being disciplined for this activity? He was also a youth coordination officer. Let's put up a picture of the precinct. Part of the 106 precinct, we got this from Facebook. He managed to conveniently retire right before the hearing took place to hold him accountable. Uh, We do not have a photo yet of his partner in crime, Thomas Diorio. Diorio was a 20 year veteran um, who has filed for retirement as well. uh, And skipped the departmental trial, which is mandated because he retired. He was allowed to do this. Both of them were allowed to commit criminal acts and then retire with zero penalty. Now, let me give you some background. This is according to the New York Post. Sardone, the officer you saw at first, was the subject of an unrelated investigation. Keep that in mind, unrelated investigation. When one of his colleagues posing as a prostitute asked him in early April if he was interested in driving her and a few other girls to dates because their regular driver was sick. We're not street girls, you know, we're like high end. The undercover told Sardone in a recorded phone call. Sex for money, so it's simple. It's just picking us up, dropping us off, she explained in the subsequent meeting. Sardone, who was told he'd be paid $1,000 or possibly more, and he said he'd do it and that he had someone who would help. That's according to the records. On three separate occasions in April, and May, Diorio, a 20 year veteran of the NYPD and Sardone, met the undercover escorts at a diner parking lot and drove them to and from hotels in Manhattan and Queens, according to the records. On the first occasion on April 9th, the undercover officer paid Sardone and Diorio $4,000 for a ride to and from a Manhattan hotel where they met another undercover cop posing as a John, okay? Now get this, who also tipped the two officers $100 each. A few weeks later, the cops were paid $2,000 for the same service and were asked to help out in mid-May. There was even an instance, ladies and gentlemen, when one of the undercover officers posing as a John, They were asked to basically rough somebody up, okay? Here's the problem with this, and I'm not moralizing on sex work at all. Here's the problem. If these cops are willing to do this for money, they're corrupt. What else are they willing to do for money? Do you think 
that if they are willing to rough up people based on you paying them money, if they're willing to break the law and commit felonies as long as you pay them money, what else do you think they are capable of as officers of the law? So that's the personal approach. Here's the system approach. The system of law enforcement is allowing them to completely get away with it. That's the system. The system says we will let you retire at this point of the hearing to hold you accountable. Now you get off 100% free. System, person, hand, glove. Trey, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I agree with both things you just said, but also, and I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I just think it's kind of funny the things the department will actually hold them accountable for, or at least start to. Do you know what I mean? Like all this, everything going on with police brutality and whatnot, and the, they hold the thin blue line, you know, but they'll go after. They'll do a whole sting operation to stop cops from like doing security for sex workers. You know what I'm saying? Like it just seems kind of like what happened to them, you know, having each other's backs all the time, so even when, you know, shooting someone who's unarmed is involved. But when it comes to this, they're willing to take each other down. It just seems like a really weird double standard, not to mention the fact that they then completely get away with it, you know. So it's just like, Rotten all the way around. Yes, all the way around. Uh, There was an instance where cocaine was involved, nothing happened. Um, One police source with more than two two decades on the job told the post that if those men would have been minority officers, they would have been fired and arrested. Isn't that something? Okay, let me give you all an update. All right, we covered this story um, and now the person who tried to commit murder, the alleged perpetrator has been caught. Let me remind you of the video, here it is. This was a white male shooting a black male seven times because the black male had the audacity to tell him slow down, okay? We covered this story initially, this happened in Stockton, California. Stockton police have made an arrest in connection with the shooting that left a father of five in the hospital. Let me put up the picture of Michael Hayes. Yep, that's Michael Hayes, there he is. According to a Facebook post by the Stockton Police Department, 31 year old Michael Hayes of Stockton was booked on attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon and multiple weapons charges following a shooting on Friday, October 8th. According to his brother, Marlon Gale, Bobby saw a man and this is the victim. Bobby saw a man driving through the parking lot at high speed and yelled for him to slow down. That's when Hayes allegedly stopped His pickup truck called Gail the N-word and started shooting. I would like to thank the anonymous tipster and the hard work of our detectives for bringing a quick resolution to this case for the victim and his family. Stockton Police Chief Eric Jones said in a statement, the district attorney, Tori Verber Salazar, said a hate crime charge will be added 
to what Hayes already faces. That hate crime charge should increase whatever sentence he has by likely three years, maybe even more, okay? Um, this was one of those situations where there was no cell phone recording. This was caught on a surveillance video. Of course, it's a hate crime. Initially, they were on the fence about it. The man yells out N word and then he shoots him seven times. Definitely a hate crime. We're seeing a lot more of this being recorded popping up around this country. Trey, what are your thoughts when you see this kind of not only violence, but racially motivated violence? Yeah, I know, the first thing I think is I always wonder how somebody like this made it to the age of 31 and is still yeah. out on the streets driving around. You know, if all it takes is for a black man to tell him to slow down when he's speeding through a parking lot for him to attempt to murder somebody, I don't know how he, you know, has existed in society for this long. But I guess maybe you know, are more and more more and more of these people are reaching their breaking point. You know, recently in America, just because of the whole climate and everything, they're getting more emboldened and more, you know, crazy and violent. I mean, I hope not, but I don't know how else to interpret it because, yeah, I just, the fact that this guy is 31 and this only just now happened when clearly he is, you know, got a real hair trigger for this type of incident is, is kind of wild to me. Yeah, we're gonna follow this story because obviously an arrest does not mean justice. We not only need to see conviction, but also we need to see a true sentence here after conviction because this is a hate crime. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable, stick and stay. Welcome back, we got a lot of comments. Before I go to the comments, have you checked out Indisputable on podcast? Have you done that? It is remarkable, I want you to go to Acast, Acast, all right? Make sure you take this show everywhere you go. And listen, the great people who put the show on the podcast, they have already done the hard work for you. They have separated the bullpen segments so you can binge on all of my debates and they have put news of the day in a different section, okay? Take it wherever you go, listen to the podcast. Just search Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Click follow and rate us five stars. Somebody gave me a one star. This is a problem. Some lame gave me a one star, okay? When I find out who that person is, I, listen, it's cool. All right, <laughs> we got more, <laughs> don't forget. Galaxy Brain with Ben Carollo. That's right after Indisputable. Always good, always great. Ben is a remarkable soul. Let's get to some of these comments, TYT members. Felicia, thank you, Dr. Richie and TYT for having Trey Crowder on today. Listen, let me just say this in advance. You got a bunch of comments here, so I'm going to have to, I can't read them all, brother. So don't think it's a slight at you. I'm gonna read as many as I can, all right? Okay, um, I think there's a good comment. YouTube Super Chat, uh, Stony Flower Dragon. Everyone involved were cops and no civilians, no real hookers. Uh, that's a good point, yeah, they were locking each other up. Uh, Biden Flavor Corn Pop, uh, TYT member, uh, says, What's, what opposing view? Is it an opposing view to say the British were right to treat the Irish the way they did for over 200 years? You know, these guys need correcting. 
The MF line has been drawn and not in the sand on their asses. Get these races out. Jambo Gino, I'm a big fan of your work, Trey. Great to see you on Indisputable. Good stuff. Uh, Bubba Husky, yep. Bubba Husky says Trey is a national treasure, and I agree. There's <laughs> not, there's not a high experience, there's not a high percentage of progressives thinking, progressive thinking people come from red ass Tennessee, the parallelogram <laughs> shaped buckle of the Bible Belt. That is funny. <laughs> Robert Dickinson, so if you are teaching actual history, then you have to teach fantasy too. Hey, is fantasy an opposing view? Well, damn it, that's what the statute says. That's what Republicans pass. Silly, all right? Serious Venture says so. Teachers should now keep a copy of what is this, Man Camp on their classroom bookshelf just for references. And some of them are actually doing the opposing view thing way too far to keep their job. We got some of that next week. Love Trey, that's Howlin'. Fan Todd. All right, focused apathy. I think Trey and Dr. Richie should have a podcast together. I would be listening to it. Uh oh, you put it in the universe now. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite uh, Trey comment. Blue Lizard Gut says, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have such a crush on Trey. It's ridiculous. And I am still not over how after I saw him on TYT the first time, literally the next day I was watching Veronica Mars and he just showed up. The universe confirming that the crush is a good idea. <laughs> wow, gonna give me the vipers, you're <laughs> too sweet. <laughs> it just sounds like the stars are lining up for that person. And look, yeah. you're here on the show Old today. Blue lizard guts. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's an awesome name. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you Karen would. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a and Sunday? You're going to feel free. Back off. I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. Hey, hey, what's up? Yeah. What's going on here? Um, I want to talk to Raul. Raul? Yeah. Okay. About? Oh, yeah, I spoke to him already. He knows. Don't get nervous. It's nothing to do with you. I'm speaking to him. Hey, you're yelling outside of my house. I so know what? what? I'm on the car. I'm on the okay, sidewalk. Come on. Like, you're, what's going on? I am on the sidewalk. Okay, that's fine. What's going well, on? Well, don't, don't get involved, okay? That's what I'm telling you. It He's busy. He's working right now. He doesn't, it doesn't bother you. It's not your business. It's their business. Okay, he's working right now here. Yes, so. I didn't tell him to come out. Yeah, but for both, speak Espanol, speak American, you're American. You're here in the United Excuse States. Excuse me, Spanish is spoken in this country a whole lot more than you think, Peggy. Uh, no, I don't Indian. think so, Gabby. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't you know, know what? what's up with you? This is this no. is not okay. Well, you know what's too bad? It doesn't involve you. You're no, yelling it doesn't. on my property, Peggy. I'm not on your property, my sweetheart. He's working here. Why I didn't you tell him to come out. I didn't tell him to come out. I didn't call him. I understand that you didn't. Poor Raul. Now, I have more video. This is a classic Karen versus anti-Karen situation. Here's more. 
Go back in your house and mind your business. Walk away. You don't get to talk to me. Go out in your house. You don't get to speak to me that way, Peggy. Check your tone and walk home. No, I don't need to. I am here on the sidewalk. Enjoy your sidewalk, Peggy. You're being really rude for no reason. I'm not being rude. You came out and barged me. Excuse me. No, I did not. No, I did not, Peggy. No, I did not. Keep recording. Go ahead. I'm going to keep recording. You need to take care of your daughter. Please. No, she's good. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, we're good, Peggy. Yeah. Well, your so opinion isn't needed, honey. So am I. No, I'm not I'm sure not. what. I, I'm sorry if you're going through well, something, Peggy. You know I'm what? really sorry. You, you should, you know should see a therapist, Peggy. And you're sticking your nose in some place where it doesn't He's working off. here. There's no reason for you to I come here and talk him. to him. I did not Then why are you him. talking to him? I don't even know his name for your information. So go back in your house where you belong. Gracias, Peggy. Que tengas buen día. Que Dios te bendiga, Peggy. Adios, Peggy. Adios. Peggy is an advanced level Karen. Her Karenicity is on level 10. You only have 10 levels of Karenicity. Um, She literally is accosting a worker of her neighbor. The neighbor comes out because she hears loud talking. That would be uh, Miss Peggy. Miss Peggy then proceeds to tell the neighbor, me talking to the person who's working here on your property is none of your business and you can go back to your house. Because I didn't tell you to come out, I didn't tell him to come out. And you need to take care of your children, wherever the hell that came from. Okay, Trey, you have seen these Karens, we document Karenicity because Karens can be very dangerous in this world. And you saw in this instance, I think this is our first Karen in skinny jeans. Do we have that? <laughs> do, do we have, let, let's play that back. I thought that was quite fascinating actually. <laughs> she she does have on, she, listen, she's pulling it off, all right? Sure. Um, <laughs> so, so he, wait a minute. <laughs> Here it comes. Those are in fact skinny jeans. I, I, I kid you not. Yes. All right, Trey. <laughs> what are your thoughts, man? Oh man. Uh, so Raul's just a name she made up because all immigrant workers are Raul to her, I guess. Uh, also, she kept saying, she kept saying, "Well, I didn't call him." But it's, he's not at her house, right? Correct. Like he's at the other, the anti-Karen's house, which I like <laughs> right. how you frame that. But that's whose house he's doing the work at. So why does she keep saying, yeah, I didn't call him. I don't know why he's here. Like, is she like the president of the HOA or something? She's supposed to approve of all improvement projects that go on in the neighborhood. I don't even understand where she's coming from. But I love how the anti-Karen kept speaking Spanish to her because that's definitely one of their <laughs> primary triggers, you know, these you know, they're racist like, parents, they really don't like that, which makes yeah. it a sound strategy. <laughs> my it's opinion. like it's like trolls after midnight with water or something, right? Yeah, it, yeah, the gremlin right. just starts to yeah. think bad things start happening if you speak another language in front of Karen. And, and typically, Karen's don't have a full grasp of the English language in the first place. If the you just American really go, language, <laughs> they, they, call it. they don't they don't speak American. <laughs> They don't speak up, yeah, not too well. (laughs) All right, well, I got something for everybody, double dose. You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You feel free, back off! I'm gonna tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. My pop! 
parking spot yeah, I own this pub. We're, we're, Get a mock marketplace. They're, on Facebook Marketplace, we're picking something up from the lady who I don't care. This is not a parking spot. Do you know you're supposed to? It's COVID? Get well, Why are you? Yes. Why are you filming you? My parking you. Right you now. We're filming You've you been right here now. half an hour. I don't care. I'm getting the police. I'm getting the police. Call them right now. I am. Call them. Call you them. See I'm what here he to says. pick up something. I don't care. I have permission from the person who lives here. Yeah, no, I have I'm not permission. here. Not yes, here. I do. Over there. Yes, I do. Over there. Okay, I'll park right there. I'll park there. Well, yeah. Go now. Which house do you live in? This, I own all this, this property. Is, this is all your property? No, yes. Okay. Oh, so I God, have you on camera up? then. Who I'm, are you picking it up from? I'm picking it up from the lady who lives What's in What's her community. name? My son is in what? the back. Who's this? Jacqueline. Her name's Jacqueline. She lives there. Who's? I don't give a where she My lives. son is in the car. He's a baby. Get out of my face. Get, get out of my face right no, now. Get off There's of a my, baby in get here. Off of my There's a baby in here. So get off my property. You're supposed to get be so, you're supposed to be social distancing. So you're in my face. Get out, out of my face. Get There's out. kids in the car. Get off. There's a baby here. Get you off. psycho. And you should be psycho. Can you I'm not picking see? something up. Well, I don't I'm picking something no, up. Over there, then. Yes, I do. I'm going no, to. I will. I will. I'm a gentleman and I believe in respecting my elders, okay? Let me first say that. Uh, but this woman, this Karen in particular, I mean, even when it was verified that they are there for legitimate reasons. One, Karen, we know you don't own the parking lot, we know that. Uh, I'm sure you live there at that location somewhere, you don't own the whole parking lot, great. Once it was confirmed that they are actually meeting someone who does live there. It seemed as if this Karen got even more upset at the situation. Trey, what are your thoughts here, brother? Oh man, I don't know. I think this is some kind of misplaced bog witch situation or something like that. You know what I mean? Like she lives in a hollowed out tree in the middle of the bog, except <laughs> in this case, it's a parking lot instead for some reason. I did she seem like she like spit out a tooth in the middle of that? Do we have a like steal of that? Oh, we we don't have a steal of that. I, I I was trying to identify what it was she spit out of her mouth. I don't know if she lost a tooth. I don't know what it was, but I could never, I kept trying to pause it and frame by frame. I couldn't tell what it was, but listen, it didn't stop a damn thing though. I mean, look, listen, <laughs> this right here, this is that once again, advanced level Karenicity. For most of us, that would have created a pause in our rhetoric. Right. But when you are advanced level, it only adds fuel to the fire. You keep going through things like that. For sure, I kept waiting on her to bust out some riddles or something and ask them to allow them for them to be allowed to pass or something. At the end of that, I didn't know what was going on. I gotta go. I got about to fall out my damn seat. Okay, all right. Um, you make my microphone fall out. That's the first time I've laughed so hard on Indisputable. Oh man, you got me crying over here, brother. <laughs> my mic has come on. Okay. Um, she was acting like she was the troll at a bridge or something. Yeah. You are absolutely correct. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. All right, <laughs> uh, we got more. We got more of the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay.
Welcome back to Indisputable. We got a lot of show love. Let me read some of these amazing comments. TYT member Chipper Nightshade, I can't wait for those anti-Karen shirts to be made. I will wear mine with a cape, believe it. Dr. Richard, please make it happen. We are working on it, okay? Uh, buy it in flavor corn pop. A Karen in skinny jeans, lordy. Yeah, that's what I thought. I am Sock says, new anti-Karen strategy by random parking lots for retail and fast food places and all of the rules. Um, and I think you mean break all of the rules, I think. Tradora, okay, seeing Dr. Richie honestly laugh from comments is the best thing in this show. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Chaplain Fred, Osla uh, Vista Karen. Omega Shinron a Dragon. If the last Karen gets caught in a tornado, will she morph? <laughs> Y'all killing me with these. Will she morph, have a weakness to water, and say, I'll get you, my party? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you why that's so funny, because I actually said something very similar in production, in the production meeting. <laughs> okay. Osiris XTV, Leprechaun Karen at the end of the rainbow. Uh, <laughs> that's the Karen that spits teeth in a bowl of candy. <laughs> Y'all are so wrong. Um, Bailey Lyle, um, I've never seen Rashad so happy. Please make sure Trey comes back soon. I, <laughs> you really did it for me today, brother. You absolutely <laughs> did. Um, Top cat, top cat glass dragon says, just told hubby about Dr. Richie and Trey discussing Karis. He started laughing just thinking about it. We both love Trey and of course, Dr. Richie. I told him about the mic, he laughed more. Yeah, that's cool, it, it was funny as hell. Um, also needing to see Trey come to Canada, he will be a hit everywhere. Um, Trey, do you go to Canada? Um. Are they letting Americans go? I wouldn't if I was them. But uh, we, I mean, we've, we've, yeah. So, for, give, thank you for giving me the opportunity to say you can go to Well Red. That's Well R E D. wellredcomedy.com to see tour dates and stuff. Only if you're vaccinated, of course. We've been to Canada in the past, but only the west part, like Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, and it was great. But I'd love to get back up there and also the eastern part. So yeah, hopefully in the future, but you know, go all over the place. Good stuff, man. Uh, you are an international talent, so thing, things like that are starting to open On a technicality, up. sure. Yeah, but thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, I got a big question for you, brother. What in the red state hell? You can take a gun, shoot somebody in the face. It's not hard. Sometimes it might even be fun if they're a godless commie. Now, what they're trying to do is sneak the COVID vaccine in your salads. I never had, I hate math. Somebody say amen. This morning, I sent them to fight against that for, for, I sent a million of them because this was about the children and the whole woke thing and all mm -hmm. of the, 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 the critical, whatever stuff. That critical they, race theory stuff. Yeah, yeah. They want to plant that in the schools and they were starting to rise up here. Certain groups were rising up to try to, to try to make that happen. I very specifically commanded the army to go to hold on every stronghold, shut the mouth of every person trying to be involved in that situation, pull down and shred platforms that would empower wicked people to do things. 
That's where our authority is. We rule in the spirit that then affects the physical realm. But you cannot just say to your army who's been given to you, waiting for commands. If you picture yourself standing as like a general in front of real military, well, you know what? Heaven's army is the same. Okay, here we go. Uh, the white privilege here is staggering because they believe that their privilege gives them this special ability to send a million anti-critical race theory angels. Now, I'm a Christian man myself. I actually read the Bible. I have never read an anti-critical race theory angel existing. Now, according to prophetess Kat Kerr, that's her name. She is sending 1 million of these particular angels to stop the movement of, she couldn't even name it, he had to finish her sentence, critical race theory to shut their mouths. Well, obviously the angels that she's sending, they're not very dependable because people are still talking about critical race theory and CRT is not taught in K through 12 education. Once again, I have to say that every damn time we bring it up, because the lie is so massive. But I did some research here and there may be a reason why her 1 million angels from heaven have not gotten the job done. She may be depending on the same angels that Paula White sent, here they are. Her angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now, Africa right now, Africa right now, from Africa right now. They're coming here, they're coming here in the name of Jesus from South America. They're coming here, they're coming here, they're coming here, they're coming here from Africa, from South America. Angelic forces, angelic reinforcement, angelic reinforcement, angelic reinforcement. For I hear the sound of victory. That's a dope ass freestyle. Now you gotta say, okay, you got into it for a minute now. Um, she was sending angels or telling angels to leave Africa to come to the United States to make sure that Donald Trump would win the election. That's what Paula White was saying the angels were doing for her. Once again, not dependable because obviously Donald Trump did not win the election. So it looks like both of these women, Prophetess Kat Kerr and Prophetess Paula White are depending on the same angels who are not delivering for them. <laughs> Trey, what are your thoughts about these angels and the prophetess, both of them telling these well, angels what to do? Well, I didn't want to give my secret away, but what they don't know is that I have an army of 1.5 million socialist demons that I deploy <laughs> in uh, in defense of these angels of theirs every time. And obviously, 1.5 million is going to beat 1 million every time. So that's why they keep losing. It's a simple numbers game, really. Uh, and my demons are just better trained than their angels. You know, Damn. they've got more more concise marching orders and. Uh, they're uh, they're more into the cause, so yeah, that's really what's going on here. Um, Trey, I hate the cat out of the bag, but yeah, there you have it. Trey, you know somebody, <laughs> some, one of these people, it probably uh, Cat Kerr. One of these people, they're going to take that one clip and they're going to yeah. isolate it, and they're going to say, you see, he actually controls demons in real I life. So. And, and he has way more metal and rad than I am, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Put some devil horns on me. That's all. I'm all, I'm good with all that. I would love it. I hope they put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> These folks. Okay. Fascinating stuff. All right. Very fascinating that even in heaven, their their white privilege prevails. All right. This is a very, very sad story. And I take it personally, okay? Um, Howard University, an HBCU, historically black college and university. Howard students are rising up. Why? Because of conditions that they say have gone unchecked. So a group of Howard students took over a campus building in an effort to make their voices heard when their voices were not heard anywhere else. The sit-in that they have engaged in was to amplify their demands and get the administration to listen, okay? One of the students tweeted photos of black mold present in bathroom sinks. Here it is. The student says Howard's that men looked us in our faces and said there was no black mold in their school. These photos are from a bathroom at Howard. Do something, Howard, you, now. The allegations of mold aren't new. A 17-year-old sophomore also documented and shared on Twitter apparent mold that had grown as a result of flooding in a kitchen area. Uh, let me take you to that video. This student told a local news outlet that she recorded the video um, September 23rd, okay? Uh, weeks after the first, weeks after first complaining, um, which garnered a ridiculous response from the administration, uh, nothing happened, okay? The sit-in began on Tuesday. I'm gonna give you some background because they had time to remedy this. The sit-in began on Tuesday and was continuing as of Wednesday morning after students spent the night in the Blackburn Center to get university leadership to heed their complaints about a housing crisis for students as well as the university's board of trustees, among other issues. The protest sparked a viral hashtag Blackburn takeover that populated social media timelines with photos, video footage, and first person testimonials from inside and outside the Blackburn Center in a demonstration of solidarity against university administration, okay? Now, according to the live movement, an organization advocating for black college students, the protesters at Howard have three demands, an in-person town hall meeting with the president, of the institution, Wayne A.I. Frederick, for all affiliate trustee positions and their voting power to be reinstated to Howard's Board of Trustees, and for the Board of Trustees to address the housing plan in an effort to protect incoming students. So let me tell you this, the university recently decided to eliminate positions on the Board of Trustees that would have had student representation. Okay, so they eliminated those positions. You have no student representation on your board of trustees anymore, no voice, and you're not listening to the students. Now, there's a tradition in HBCU culture. You see, me as someone who also graduated from an HBCU, I have a doctorate from an HBCU. You have Vice President Kamala Harris 
she has a whole degree from Howard University, this particular HBCU. There's a tradition in our community that says we're not supposed to talk about HBCUs. Okay, I'm a professor. I'm a proud member of the American Association of University Professors. But I'm not standing with the university on this one. You better take care of those children. You better take care of those young scholars. Now, I'm doing this show, this story, this segment as a warning to the administration. If I have to take it to the next level, I will. But we will not tolerate this on our campuses. This will not happen. Those young scholars that pay that money, that earn those scholarships, and that show up every day for class to have an academic and social education, they deserve better than what you're giving them. Trey, the students are rising up, but they tried to work through the administrative channels first. You stand with them? Yeah, absolutely. I love young people, you know, taking the <clears throat> the necessary steps and utilizing whatever power they have and can make for themselves to, you know, make their um, very reasonable demands known. I feel like a lot of people think college kids are particularly exploitable, you know, when it comes to like cutting corners and stuff like that, and they're easy to not listen to. So them demanding that they be listened to and that their voices be heard is, you know. What this what this country and our future that's right is all about and will depend upon. So yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, and one of the traditions of an HBCU is to teach us that we can actually change the social dynamic around us. We can have a voice and make something happen. And so I'm very proud of these students for standing up at Howard University. They have remarkable leadership. They have always been on my top five list for HBCUs. I need them to get this together. All right. Stacy Dash. <laughs> Stacy Dash, who for years said things contrary to black people, sold out the black community, was the darling of Fox News because they paid her to take positions antithetical to black culture and black people. That's Stacy Dash. Um, she was on the Dr. Oz show, okay? And um, here it is. How bad did this addiction get? Uh, I was taking 18 to 20 pills a day. 18 to 20 Vicodin a day, Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, I lost everything. I just celebrated five years of sobriety. I'm clean, five years. And in this five years, my blessing, the greatest blessing is that not only have I <clears throat> been able to be honest with myself, and become a better person. So let me say this, I do not besmirch Stacey Dash for being addicted to Vicodin or any other substance. I was a man who was prone to drinking. I have not had a drink now in six years, I'm thankful for that. And I work with the recovery community, okay? This is about a person who could not stand themselves because of what they did for a living. That's really the genesis of this situation with Stacey Dash. And in order to live with herself, she had to numb herself from the emotional trauma she created for herself. It doesn't pay to not be genuine. It does not work out for you well emotionally if you are not authentic. Let this be a lesson for anyone who engages in this type of extreme adversarial behavior to communities that support you, all right? 
Trey, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm from rural Tennessee. I know all about pills. Uh, you know, my family has been ripped apart by the opioid epidemic. My mom is a recovering addict. So, you know, I, and I know a lot about it and it's a very serious problem. And as this is evidenced by this, it's a nationwide thing now. It's not just in like coal country and places like that where it started. Right. And it's, uh, you know, it will change people and make them do things that they would not otherwise do. And that's the truth. And it meant, you know, it poisons their mind and whatnot. So I don't know, you know, she said and did a whole lot of pretty <laughs> not cool to say the least stuff, but if she's clean now for five years and if she's saying that those were mistakes and she's trying to change and do better and all of that then you know good for her i guess i mean at least yeah. on the sobriety front if nothing yeah. else more power too on that i agree with you 100 trey it has been a pleasure brother having you on indisputable today yeah thank you thank you Thanks absolutely let me remind you indisputable on podcast go to acast go ahead Rate us five stars, follow us. I told you some lame gave me one star. We gotta make up for that, all right? Uh, You can also watch, excuse me, listen to Indisputable anywhere podcasts exist. That's Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, everywhere. But Acast is my preferred, okay? Take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember the truth is always indisputable.